Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our daily reading and meditation on the Gospel of the Day. I am James Thomas. Today is Wednesday, June 21st, 2023, the Wednesday of the 11th week of Ordinary Time and the Feast of St. Aloysius Gonzaga. Our reading today is from the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to others to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden, and your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. So today's Gospel reading, I believe it's a continuation of the Sermon of the Mount. We finished Matthew chapter 5, and now this is the beginning of chapter 6. And our Lord is continuing to teach us about the attitudes that we are supposed to have. The Beatitudes then lend themselves to these many teachings where it's not enough to simply follow the law, but we need to be pure in our hearts. We need to be humble in our hearts. And of course, these things are manifested in how we live. So we need to keep growing We need to have hearts and minds and souls that mirror our creator. And it's funny because, I don't know, we've all been in this place of hypocrisy. Like, I want to appear to others to be holy. I want to appear to others to be this good person. When Jesus is saying it very clearly here, these three things, this is the same reading we hear at the beginning of Lent about prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Jesus says these are effective when no one knows that we're doing them, when it's hidden, when it's in secret. When we're doing it just for everybody to see and everybody to hear, well then, that's no good, because you've already received your reward. Your reward is that everybody gets to look at you. Everybody gets to say, oh, look at him, look at her, look how holy, look how good. We want to be like them. And then we lose the the bigger merit, the deeper merit. And it's not really then about inner transformation. It's about outer conformity and this outer reward that we get. But it's, it's a struggle. So many people that I know, especially people that are like the, uh, you know, once a month Catholics, people that go to church, but not that often. Sometimes when I start to talk to certain friends about the faith, they say, well, why are you talking to me about that? I do that. As soon as you know, as soon as I hear that, I I know that, that, no, they don't do that. That's the whole point. And when they do do it, it's to be seen. Well, I do that. You don't have to tell me. Whereas when I'm trying to, and I'm not something great here. I'm just saying I love the Lord. I love my faith. So I love to talk about it. And I love to go as deep as I can 
Like I say, I'm far from perfect, but I, I love to strive. I love to go deeper. And that's what our Lord is asking us to do and to love it, to be into it, not just to be minimalist about it and then to get uncomfortable when other people bring it up. The key here is humility. Prayer without humility is pretty worthless. I mean, I'm definitely always going to encourage you to pray, but if it's not about how God is in charge and we are not, how we need him for everything, he is the master, we are the servants, then our prayer falls short. Fasting without humility is just an endurance contest. Fasting without the grace that comes from God and the humility to say, well, Lord, you know, I don't, I don't deserve these things anyway. I mean, you're, you're, I, I get all these nice things such as good food because you're the giver of good gifts. So if I give some of them back to you, if I give some of them up, I, I place these at your feet, these gifts of, of fasting. The same thing with alms. I place these things at your feet. I realize you're the giver of them anyway. And I wish you, Lord, to place them somewhere else. You know, people that need them more. However it might be, purify my soul of the desire for whatever it is that I'm fasting of, you know, uh, alcohol, food, whatever. Um, It's funny, the feast of the day, St. Aloysius, he was a Jesuit who died very young, contemporary of St. Charles Borromeo, and his reading for the day talks about the treasure in heaven. So this goes very well with the fasting and the almsgiving, even the prayer. He says there's so many things in life that we're going to desire that we're not going to be able to have or that we're legitimately called by God to give up. And he said, imagine there's a big treasure chest in heaven, because this is what Jesus literally says, you know, put your treasure in heaven. Um, yeah, and we store it. And, and when we do have it later, it'll be so much greater. But for now, yeah, sometimes we're called to give certain things up. And that's where the fasting comes in, the almsgiving, and even our prayers, the time and the energy it takes to pray. These are all sacrifices, and they're very little compared to what we've been given by Almighty God. We give them to him, and then he takes them and makes great things out of them. So uh, humility is the key. And I just think of, um, I'm trying to think of a good example for this. I was thinking of Mother Teresa. I know, yeah, we think Mother Teresa, oh, look at all the good she did. But I'm thinking of some very specific stories. Um, I just, different people, like Father Benedict Rochelle, knew her very well. And she would always say, I am the greatest sinner. And Father Benedict was having fun with her one day when they were together up in New York. And he kept saying, he kept bugging her. He kept on purpose. He was trying to have some fun with her. And he kept saying, you know, the brothers and I, we were talking and we took a vote. And no, we all think you're a saint. We all think you're very good. You're just a wonderful person. She kept saying, stop it. Stop that. <laughs> I am the greatest of sinners. And he kept doing it. And she, she just kept getting louder. Stop that. <laughs> but they were good friends and they would joke around together. But she would say, I'm the greatest of sinners. And um, there was a time when she was going to a clinic in New York City, or actually a soup kitchen. The sisters had prepared for her visit. It was a big deal. Everybody was there. Everybody was excited. And they allowed the homeless people to come in and start having dinner. Mother Teresa was on her way. When she arrived, the people were having dinner. As she walked in the door... A man stood up on the table, a homeless man, and started taking his clothes off and doing obscene things. And the sisters just ran to get rid of this man. And she said, hold on, stop it. Sit him down. Let him finish his dinner. 
Today, that's him. Tomorrow, that could be me. And they were just horrified at the very thought of that. But that was her extreme humility that, you know, everybody deserves love. Everybody deserves kindness and that we are all sinners. Even someone that appears to be great in the eyes of the world, that person still might need a lot of conversion. And I'm not saying that's what Mother Teresa was saying, but she, in her humility, knew her own sinfulness. She knew her own weakness, and she was simply saying, um, yeah, you know, I'm a sinner too. I need God's grace too. Let's not be too hard on this man. Sit him down, give him his dinner. (laughs) And we're all here. We're all in the same boat here. You know, let's not throw him out as if, oh, well, we're all the good people inside. Let's throw the bad people outside kind of thing. Anyway, so we ask the Lord to give us that spirit of humility that we may live the good life, the, the, the Christian life, specifically these three things, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, giving us attitudes of poverty, chastity, and obedience. Uh, and let's ask the Lord that, um, that we just continue to grow, that we prepare more and more to become citizens of heaven where we are empty and God fills all of our needs, just as he did with our lady, raising her up above all creatures. Have a good day, everyone. God bless you.